You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Welcome to The Andy Storch Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this show where we can come together to starve our fears, follow our dreams, and fulfill our true potential. And you know I'm all about getting the most out of life and fulfilling our true potential. And sometimes we get stuck, we run into challenges, we run into health issues, wellness issues, uh, and it can get in our way of becoming a great leader, of achieving our goals, of really fulfilling our true potential. And sometimes we need help. And I've got a great guest for you today. Her name is Jennifer Watson. She's an integrative physical therapist, a health, soul, and leadership coach, breakthrough and inspirational speaker. She's an entrepreneur. Uh, and her true passion is working with high achieving women and men to achieve the health, the leadership they truly desire, uh, and really to help them through difficult situations. So throughout this interview, we're going to talk about the importance of wellness in leadership and how it often gets in the way and some of the things you can do to adapt and improve uh, through this pandemic that we're in, COVID-19 and beyond, um, and how you can become a better leader through your own health and wellness. So without further ado, here is my interview with Jennifer Watson of Jennifer Watson Leadership. All right, I am on with the wonderful, energetic, exciting Jennifer Watson. Jennifer, welcome to the show. It's such an honor to be here, Andy. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. I love it. I love dialoguing with stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, we, we do have fun together. Um, you know, we connected a little while back. We've had some great chats. Uh, of course, you had me on your podcast recently, and I love the energy that you bring to the room, even a virtual room. Um, always a smile on your face. Uh, we have that in common. Uh, just trying to get the most out of life, enjoy life. Um, and I'm curious how you got to where you are in this point, being the way that you are. What, tell us a little bit about your journey. You know, it's, it's so funny. You know, people ask me that and I always have to find a way of dialing in like two or three minutes without them getting bored. <laughs> I just like anyone have had so many amazing journeys. I'm very, 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 very humbled to have had them. I started out as a pretty high level athlete at a pretty young age and went on a scholarship to Wisconsin Madison and did my undergrad and my master's degree there. And like any good athlete, I had my share of injuries and ultimately became a physical therapist. But going down that road um, pretty early on, I not only got my own business up and running as an integrated physical therapist, but I found that wellness was more than physical. That I found that we had to not only treat all systems of the body and really look at you as a whole, but also look at the mental, emotional, spiritual components of wellness. Because what I found is that's what actually was keeping people stuck. They were doing all the physical things right. And that was just the needle mover that just wasn't moving. And, and that's when I started taking more certifications and courses in really addressing that part of wellness. And honestly, part of my journey was really optimizing mental wellness myself. I struggle a lot with pretty severe depression, even with all my quote successes and accolades. It was an underlying kind of thing I was ashamed about, but there was nothing I found that was helping in finding other resources, looking at mental wellness in a different way, finding diet, supplements, meditation, all these different processes that could actually optimize 
all of wellness, including mental wellness, it helped me step up and be courageous and really sharing my story and ultimately helping others in that area of wellness. So I've had two integrative physical therapy practice. I've been honored to help support people in their healing and thriving journey, because that's where we really want to get people to be is really thriving in wellness. And it took me into my last journey here, probably been about four to five years of more of a vitality and leadership coach, because I really felt that was the other missing piece besides doing the body work and the supplements is really delving into people's minds in a little bit more effective way as a coach. And also I've owned three separate businesses and I was a natural leader and I have refined leadership of myself and businesses over the years. So I just started delving into that wellness and leadership aspect as a coach and do a lot of motivational speaking, a lot of public speaking to small companies, retreats, to just so many different areas. I love to speak at really to give people hope and understanding when you have wellness and you really dial in your particular leadership and leadership style, the world is at your, at your feet. And I really mean that even now in our current situation, in our current space, I will say it's a beautiful space for us to really hone our wellness on all four aspects, hone our leadership and rockstar ourselves to the next level. So that's where I'm at. I, yes, I do have a podcast. Yes. I also develop leadership in wellness summits, but that's kind of like my playtime to get a bunch of epic people together, but I'm just honored to continue to support people to just live their best life because that's what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, I know we have, I, I haven't been in the physical therapy world, but we have much in common in our mission, our desire and then some of the platforms you use, right? Both have mm -hmm. podcasts, both have run live events, um, and both hope to do more of those in the future yes. if and when we're allowed to, right? A little, right. Bit, little tough and a lot of uncertainty right now. Um, and I want to get to wellness through COVID. I know there's been a lot of challenges there. But before we do, I'm going to take a step back because you talked about um, this idea of coaching on leadership, on wellness. You said you, you consider yourself a vitality and leadership coach. And I think that's really unique. I come across mm -hmm. a lot of leadership coaches, right? That help people become better managers, better leaders, right? How to show up at work. I know and have met a lot of wellness coaches, a lot of health coaches, a lot of nutrition coaches who take anybody and say, you know, hey, if you're dealing with some type of struggle in health or wellness, come work with me. Right. I haven't really seen this combination where you say, hey, health, wellness, vitality, leadership, it all goes together. How did you get to that and why do you take that approach? Um, it's a beautiful dance. Wellness and leadership are BFFs. They are mirror twins. And I'll tell you why, because through my own journey individually, but also working with companies, is I found they struggled in one or both of those areas. And what I mean is, you know, this is honestly, this year is a perfect example of it. But I have many examples from the past, but many people, either they got hit by the physical virus themselves or they lost their job, or they were already struggling with diet and exercise consistently, and now just being off work, they're kind of shut down in fear. They aren't doing a lot for their wellness. And what happens, everything starts falling apart, right? So if you don't eat well, if you don't exercise, if you aren't creating a good mindset, doing what I call kind of daily rituals to create a better idea of what you want for the future to create ideas of things that you want to work on that can actually flip the script and help you actually get out of the space you're in. If you're struggling in any of those areas of wellness, do you think you're going to lead your team well? Do you think you're going to find a good job? Do you think you're going to actually interact with your family, your husband, your, your wife? Well, no, 
you know, and when people are really struggling in any area of wellness, they're struggling in leading themselves and leading any team, whether it be family or business. And I've seen that again, when people are losing their jobs or getting sick from the virus, all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and they have to pause for a moment and then they start spiraling down the other direction if they don't have the tools to shift it and flip it and move it in the right direction, right? And also COVID has brought on this fear of death that plays into the mindset piece, okay? That's the number one fear of a lot of human beings besides public speaking, which is really interesting. <laughs> public speaking is ahead of fear of death, but fear of death, you know, that's being triggered along with possibly all these other stressors you're having in your mindset about losing your job or you got the virus. Now you're afraid of death. Now maybe you're afraid of poverty because you've lost your job. Then it's freezing your brain and then you don't go out and exercise. And again, the cycle begins and it absolutely affects your ability to work or reach out to work or reach out as a good leader. The same is true with leadership. A lot of people right now with everything going on are really questioning their values. They're questioning, do I lead differently? You know, with the, this equality piece, inclusion, like, am I leading well? Am I a good leader? Do I need to refine that? They're really reflecting on their own leadership of self and how they're leading their team. And if they feel that they're struggling or flailing in that because they just have been hit really hard this year and really questioning if they're doing it right, do you think they're going to make good decisions about wellness? But diet, exercise, about mindset, about doing tools every day to incorporate all areas of wellness, they're not. If they're flailing and leading themselves or leading a team, they're not going to lead anything else well, including wellness. Mm -hmm. They feed off each other. And those two things have come up probably the most, Andy, yeah. in people I coach. In the areas I've spoken on, they're like, yes, my wellness is really just going downhill because of everything. Or yes, I just feel scared about how I'm going to lead my team and me and my family are fighting. And I, I don't even know if I'm leading and communicating well there. So they're both on the edge right now. Again, yeah. because our biggest fears right now are about death and poverty mm. in that leadership and wellness. They're right together. Yeah. But when you give someone the tools on wellness, whatever piece they're struggling with, you give them tools on certain areas to dial in their self-leadership and then how to lead their team, just a few tools. Then all of a sudden we start elevating each other, right? The dance. Yeah. Then all of a sudden relationships and work and everything starts falling into place again even now. That's what yeah. I'd say about that for sure. I think that, you know, a lot of people probably be nodding their head like, yes, that definitely uh, makes sense. I see how they go hand in hand. If you're not doing well with your health, with your, your mental state, um, you could get, you know, you're dealing with a lot of anxiety, stress, depression, mm -hmm. um, that can, it can kind of spiral down and then yeah. you're not going to show up as well for your colleagues, mm -hmm. for your team, for nope. your spouse, for your kids, for anything. And that's why it's so important. Um, I'm curious, what do you see as the main triggers? How does that normally get started for a lot of people? And how has it been exacerbated by COVID-19 if it has? Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, two different components here, you know, two things have, well, three things honestly have been triggered during this time. Individually, directly, indirectly, collectively is really our fear again of death and our fear of poverty, which are the top two fears of most individuals. Okay. Um, if we don't have the tools to pull ourselves out of understanding that we have a lot of power against a, a death and a lot of power against poverty, that we have ability to get healthy and wealthy, but those two things have been triggered in people and they don't have the tools to get them into an empowered state of feeling healthy and feeling empowered to make money. So this is where we start with them. The third piece 
when things like this get happen, I would say, you know, we have to look at the virus more than physical. The virus is going after the lungs. So just FYI, as a, as a practitioner, I look at things physically, emotionally, spiritually, right? The virus is going after the lungs. The lungs is all about sorrow, about loss, about mourning, okay? It's not only making us mourn things that are going on right now, but it's bringing up old triggers, old things from our past that maybe we've mourned maybe we've lost things we never quite processed maybe that are feeding in to our current fears our current wellness so it's triggering three separate things there are death poverty in old beliefs old believer behaviors old things that come from old losses people are like i i've been thinking about when i went bankrupt or when i lost my dad i have no idea why it's because this virus is projecting on an area that holds loss in mourning. So these areas are getting really triggered right now, Andy, and we do have to give them tools when all those are being triggered. Because if, you, if you're getting triggered on death, if you're getting triggered on poverty, if you're getting triggered on an old pattern mourning that you have from the past, it is going to stall all systems of your body. They've actually shown in research, Andy, that when someone is chronically stressed, let's just say in one of these three areas, and I mean at a heightened level of what they would call seven out of 10 or higher stress level, every day and cortisol is being dropped in the system every single day it is shown to freeze all systems of the body and put you in a sympathetic state a fight or flight or state that does not allow any area of your body to function normally brain gut lymphatic do you think you're going to do well in wellness if your systems were completely stalled no do you think you're going to make good decisions with your brain for leadership? Of course not. So those are the areas that have been triggered and those are the areas that need to actually be addressed for people to move forward in wellness and ultimately leadership. I totally understand. And you keep going back and I, I, I'm glad you brought this up that, you know, we get anxious and stressed about a lot of different mm -hmm. things, but a lot of times it, it goes back to what are those core fears? And you mentioned mm -hmm. uh, death and poverty. Mm -hmm. um, the ones I always think about is being a, a Tony Robbins fan and gone, and gone through some of his, um, yeah. his events is that, you know, he says that all people, the, the two big fears that mm -hmm. people are trying to avoid is um, not being loved and mm -hmm. not being enough. Right. Yeah. And, and those totally. spiral into the other yes. things, right? Cause if you're not totally. loved by your clients or your boss, whatever, you could go into poverty. Totally. And, you know, if you're not enough, uh, you could also end up eventually dead, I guess. Yeah. I mean, people go to mm -hmm. those fears even though most of the time it's, it's not realistic at all. Right. right. Um, right. But people are, are facing these, these stresses. And I'm mm. wondering also how has, and do you talk to leaders about this? Um, what, what can I call it? You know, social exclusion, right? The fact that we've mm -hmm. been in quarantine for months and we'll continue to do mm. so. And yeah, we have ways to connect virtually and a lot of States in the U S are open now and people are going out and meeting up, which is, Maybe yeah. part of the reason why our numbers are <laughs> rising uh, record rates right now. Right. Um, but do you deal with, do you see people dealing with stress from the, the lack of the normal socializing mm -hmm. in their life as well? Because yeah. we are social creatures as humans, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And that is part of the problem. It's we're being left with our own, I'll just say bad thoughts because we're not connecting and doing our normal day where we're contributing to the world. Because some people literally have lost their jobs and aren't Zooming and 
in connecting with their world. So human connection is huge. And Andy, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, there's a reason why maximum security prisons use the highest form of punishment to be solitary confinement. Mm. You know, there's huge amounts of mental, spiritual, emotional degradation that happen when people aren't connecting. So with people that are really struggling in that mental component of wellness and just feeling so depleted, I encourage Zoom calls with family, friends. And for those that can go outside, whether it be the six feet distance, but at least seeing each other and connecting that way, but you have to make some type of connection because that's what's gonna help shift you in all these fears we talked about. Human connection is needed first and foremost, because I'm all about giving people free tools. Like Jen, you just said all these things and I'm triggered on. Thanks for telling me, what can I do? You have to connect with people. It is hugely important because it gives us significance. It gives us a love connection. It jimmy rigs all these systems to start working again. It's amazing. And again, mind, body, spirit, soul. We humans were meant to commune with each other, not only at work, but together. So Zoom calling, Skyping, Facebook, there's so many ways we can do that. And yes, there are areas where we are allowed to come six feet apart in spaces where you can be with family and friends. And that's very important for people to do. The second thing that I really look at for mental wellness in particular, when they're really struggling with these fears we talked about, death, poverty, significance, like you mentioned, mm. or bringing up old traumas, is really always starting your day. Check, I would say check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm. <laughs> and what I mean is, pause because each of us, no matter how bad it looks or what fears are being brought up, can be grateful about something. We hear about it all the time, like gratitude, Jen, I get it. But right. I mean, write it down, yep. say it out loud. That creates different connections, like big shifts right away when you write it down, say it out loud that I am grateful for. And there's always something to be grateful for. I'm a big believer as well in visualization that okay, you think this sucks right now. You're afraid of, of dying. You're afraid you're not making money. You're afraid of some other wound that's come up. What, what can you see in your life visually that you want? Again, I'm a huge believer in law of attraction. You can pull the people, places, things to you that will create opportunities to get into a state of health, into a state of wealth, into a state of maybe getting support from a coach to help you process some of these old wounds. So I'm a big believer in gratitude and visualization for people other than connecting with your peeps. You have to do that. And really, honestly, the third piece is this, or the fourth piece, should I say, that is probably the biggest thing for me, for a lot of people to get out out of this fear-based thought, no matter where it's coming from with wellness, Andy, is really going back to what is your spiritual truth? What do you believe in about yourself mm. and for the world? Because that is really your soul direction. It's, it's going to help guide you to all these other decisions that you want to make on wellness, on on work, on relationships, when you dial that in, like, what do I believe in right now? I'm really broken right now. I'm really fear-based. What do I believe in, in in general about that? That's your true north. And again, it's going to bring right people, places, things to do to make that happen. And because you, we aren't meant to do this alone. You know, when fears no. come up, whether they're true or not, we really can do things and pull things to us 
without putting any money down at first, by gratitude, by visualizing what you really want, by really honestly connecting with people. We got to do that and we can do it even if it's just through Zoom and really lining in your north, what your spiritual truth is. You will be surprised if you do that every day for a week, how all of a sudden you go from fear, death, like I can do this. I'm getting new people, nutritionists and Jennifer, all these people that are helping me optimize my health. And oh my gosh, I see ways of making new income and actually helping my team more. Like it just starts coming to you almost like a, you know, a fire hose, you know, you just can't get enough of it. Mm. And if people just see it, we always think that we have to do 20 steps in leading our team or 20 steps in wellness. And really it starts with really basic things that either are, are cheap or free. And in the more I do the work I do, the more I realize that not only for myself, but for my clients and for that matter, research. And again, mm-hmm. wellness feeds off all these fears. If you, if you eliminate them with those little techniques, they feed into your leadership for yourself and ultimately for, for your, your community, your team, your, your world. And it's really exciting to see that those things can really be game changers for you, for your week and for the rest of the year for that matter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so many great solutions in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with all of them. And, and I practice a lot of them. I mm-hmm. practice gratitude every morning. I write it down in my journal. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, social connections. And yeah. you know, something I've had a problem with during this pandemic because yeah. I'm on Zoom all yeah. day, every day, podcast interviews and um, connecting with clients and prospects and friends. Uh, I just think it's, it's so important uh, to yes. have these conversations like this. I want to go a little bit more into wellness uh, I know people are struggling with stress and everything that's going on and, um, you know, being isolated, we already talked about, uh, we talked about the importance of gratitude and connecting mm-hmm. socially. Yeah. Um, but one of the other ramifications I've found of this pandemic mm-hmm. and people staying home is that a lot of people are not taking as much time off. They're working a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably am as well, which ends up causing more stress for some people, yeah. more chance of burnout. Uh, what are the other things that leaders can be doing to, you know, in addition to the, th- the mental stuff, we talked about gratitude, yeah. connecting with people yeah. um, to protect their health and not, yeah. you know, burn out from too much. Stress. Yeah. Uh, that's easy. And I think, again, I always like to give free stuff. That's just going to give you the most impact. I agree with you. It's not just that they're working more, but they're also going to the pantry a lot more. <laughs> And eating because right. they're so stressed, they're eating sugary food. So it's just like, and they're not working, you know, they're not moving as much. They're sitting yep. on the computer for eight hours. So I would totally agree with you. I just want to note <laughs> that I'm drinking my healthy yeah. smoothie right now as I interview you. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's awesome. I love it. The first thing I'm going to say is you have to time block. You have to time block. And everyone is different on how much they need to work, want to work, how much they need to incorporate wellness. How, it, it is different for everyone, but you have got to put your personal and business on the same freaking calendar. And you got to time block. And you might have to play with that because we're in a new transition. You might try it a week like, hey, I'm going to work and I'm making this up. Nine to five, Jennifer. And then in the middle of the day, 12 to one, I'm working out or doing my meditation or whatever you're doing there. Um, in the morning, I'm doing my gratitude. Like you're literally putting time blocks in. And when those time blocks go off, you're closing the computer or you're going to go on your walk or you're starting your day with your, your usual ritual. Like I mentioned, gratitude and visualization and stuff like that. You have to write personal and professional in your schedule and you have to have an impeccable relationship with that schedule. And what I mean is you do what you say you're going to do. You look at that schedule for the week and you said, by God, I'm going to follow it because that's also bringing in, by the way, self-leadership, self-integrity, the way that you start trusting yourself more is that you actually do what you say you're going to do. 
And then that leads into all the success and that makes you feel better and then it creates momentum. And guess what? Then people you work with, they do what they say they're going to do. Does that make sense? So you have to create a schedule and then have an impeccable relationship for that schedule and say, yeah. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. It's not going to help with my wellness, my work, but being honest with myself, I get to trust myself and look how it creates momentum to create trust with my family, trust with my team. It, it, it leverages just so many areas when you create a schedule. That is huge. The second thing I would encourage people to do when you have massive things that you want to get done, like big projects, which a lot of us do during work, like, you know, Monday through Friday, we have like maybe two of those days where like we have massive projects we have to finish. If you want to get done where you're not going to eons, hours of the night, you have to disconnect from the matrix. And I mean, from your phone, from notifications, turn it off. You need to move that out and get your work done. If you're going to meditate and you don't want any obviously, you know, buddy bothering you during that time, turn off your notifications. You have to unplug from your phone, unplug from the notifications, unplug from the matrix for you to actually get quality work done. And also helps you filter out the noise when you get breaks like that. It helps with your mental wellness. It helps you with your creativity, your execution with your business, and for that matter, your wellness. So really unplugging from the matrix when you have big projects is really, really key for people other than just the schedule as well. The other thing people want to do, and I'm a big believer in this, it's all about a consistent personal ritual every day. I personally do a personal ritual bookends of the day, you know, so it closes out my day. I start my day really well with some good armor and I end it. So no matter what happens during my day, I can dial myself in on both sides. That helps me in my wellness, my mental approach, but it also helps me be effective more during my day. When I start with a morning ritual, it helps me clear out the clutter if some stuff comes up and down and hits me that I, you know, it's maybe a problem, a struggle. And at the end of the day, it helps me dial in so I can sleep well at night, which is another wellness piece. So personal rituals, you guys, we talked about them a little bit. Mine is a minimum of prayer, meditation, gratitude, and visualization. Sometimes working out in the morning happens. Sometimes it's the middle of my day, but I'm definitely doing that beginning in the day. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it's 30. Sometimes it's an hour, but you've got to put those in on either side of your day. It's going to optimize your wellness piece to make you more resilient to your day, no matter what it brings, but it's also going to help you stay structured on your plan for the day for work. Also help bring brain clarity, bring your soul truth into space because you're doing personal rituals and helping wellness and leadership and everything you want to do. So that's what I would say the three components for me that I'd give to everybody. Yeah. Fantastic advice. I love all of that. Uh, I'm a big fan of having those rituals. I've been strictly practicing a morning routine for years now and has made a yeah. huge difference in my life. I meditate totally. every morning. I practice gratitude every morning, yeah. use some visualization affirmations, yeah. um, and then do some reading and writing and uh, of course exercise as well. And it's helped me a ton. Uh, and then I've got a nighttime routine where I open my journal and just write down some things for the day, reflect. Yeah. And I find that's really helpful as well as doing some reading and things like that. So I hope anybody listening will uh, jump in, take Jennifer's advice and, uh, be really intentional with your schedule, with your routine, yeah. um, how you take care of your health and your wealth, especially health and your wealth, your wellness yeah. and your yeah. wealth uh, yeah. during this pandemic and beyond. Uh, it, it's going to pay dividends. Jennifer, for anybody listening who maybe wants to follow you to get more tips yeah. from you, uh, where's the best place for them to go? Yep. I'm actually pretty active on LinkedIn and Instagram. They're both Jennifer Watson leadership. So you can DM me if you want any additional support. I do 
coach individually in group coaching. I also do corporate coaching. Um, I actually have some free PDFs on ways to really dial in the most effective parts of your day and really have you, you have a profound day both in wellness and leading your team. So I have free PDFs there that I'd be more than happy to give to you guys. But you can absolutely get support from me, DMing me on LinkedIn and or Instagram, and we can hopefully help you out a little bit more and have you live your epic life that you deserve. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you and I are in the same places, LinkedIn and Instagram, where we spend the time and uh, have fun and connect with clients and, and people. I think we connected uh, through those places as well. So Jennifer, this has been great. Thank you so much for spending the time, for having me on your podcast, for coming on my podcast, yes. and sharing all of your great wisdom and tips. I uh, hope that you have an amazing day. Yes, you too. Thank you. All right, cheers.